I don't know about you, but sometimes I just want to kick back and watch a bomb ass chick flick with my boys. Chick flicks. They make us laugh. Chick flicks. They make us cry. Chick flicks. Shedding light on the complex emotions between girls and guys. Unwashed kids carrying pants that travel. I forgot Q sack was in that one with candles. A pack of wolf boys take on some vans. And don't forget steps and no square dance. You complete me, said a boy Maverick. Oh shit, that's Turk and Ant-Man. As if. Paul Walker's a dick for posing that bed. Who knew makes it? That's so fetch. I found my spirit animal in Swayze. When he dick punched the corner and pulled out babies. Saying this aloud may sound a little crazy. But this pod's gonna bring Alex love. Yeah, That's it like torture, revenge, and giants. The sprite isn't one. I'm not buying. We love when that French girl poses for Django. And Obi-Wan's pen singing Roxanne's tango. Expensive clothing stores. Fitness take you. The Joker camping. I wish I knew how to quit you. We're watching the good, the bad, and everything in between. With color commentary provided on every scene. So thanks for joining us. We feel so very lucky. Let's make one thing clear. We picked up. Prepare to get your earballs wet. It's Chick Flicks with Dicks. Yeah, I know. Just like a vajayjay. That's true. Just like a vajayjay. That makes sense. Just like a vajayjay or a squish mitten. A squish mitten. I prefer to say. As opposed to, what is it? Spit muffin? Spit muffin's a good one too. (laughs) The worst one is Cunny. Wow. Cunny. I had a guy on a dating site say Cunny to me and I immediately. He wanted to put. Like honey? He. He wanted to put a load in my cunny. That was the context. Opening message. He wanted to put cummies in your cunny. So he he didn't, didn't say cummies. That would have worked out better for him. He didn't even call you cunny. No. Like trying he, to be cute or funny. No. He wanted to put a load in my cunny. Did you tell him to put a load in his gun instead? No, I just unmatched him. Oh. Because yeah. it was icky. Yeah, that's very icky. <laughs> Under Krista. <laughs> Someone needs to be. <laughs> Damn, girl. She thirsty. Speaking of thirsty. <laughs> no, it's funny. It would be really funny. What? We're recording right now. Oh, wait. We are. I know. Are we recording right now? Perfect. Yeah, we got Under Krista. <laughs> Good. Pushing down on me. Under Krista. <laughs> Oh, Filling man. up the county. <laughs> oh, no. I think we found our season two theme song. <laughs> That's <fantastic. laughs> she's always on the show. <laughs> Oof. Ugh. Chick fucks with dicks. I just want to wet my whistle. <laughs> I wish you had a whistle in your pocket and you just dipped it in there. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> He's the carrot top of the group. He's no, just no. always walking around with props. <laughs> my body fun. is not a prop. <laughs> my body is a wonderland. Mine is not. Chick flicks with dicks. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. This is Chick Flicks. With dicks. I am your host, Zach Stein. With me, as always, co-host extraordinaire. Alex Schumacher. Maker. This being a very special episode, our Halloween episode. We wanted to bring back by popular demand. You may recognize her from episode one when we took on the sisterhood of the traveling pants, Miss Krista Fanning. Thank you for having me back. And for a very special episode, we have brought in the uh, puppet master that is pulling our strings. Ladies and gentlemen, the very fabulous, the very, very pregnant (laughs) Rachel Steen. Hello. You don't want to correct your last name on that? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> also, also Zach's wife. What? No. Yeah, congratulations. Spoiler alert. I, I just married you guys. <laughs> That's you like your that. seventh one now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So on this week's episode, we are taking on the Halloween classic is what it's called. Teen Witch. Released in 1989, featuring Blake Lively's sister. That's right, Blake Lively, the lucky woman who uh, got to procreate with the always amazing Ryan Reynolds. They just had their third baby. That's so many babies. That's too many babies. That's all of the babies. (laughs) A lot of babies. (laughs) Only three guys. That's so many babies. (laughs) Let's just dive right in. Take a run around and try to, in one sentence, wrap up your feelings, your thoughts, or even just a recap of the movie. One sentence, try to keep it short and sweet. Alex? Well, you said to uh, wrap up the thoughts, and there are plenty of thoughts in this movie. Uh, most of the women in this movie were all thoughts, except for the main character's best friend. She's the only genuine person in the entire movie. <laughs> Not only that, it sucked. It was Jesus. entertaining, 
Rachel, don't be sad. Rachel, don't be sad. <laughs> Super sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I just made a pregnant woman sad. Um, I mean, it was entertaining, you know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Krista. So this movie feels like what middle school Krista wanted high school to be. And since middle school and high school, I have learned that middle school Krista was an idiot. <laughs> okay. There you go. I can, I can get that. Rachel? Glorious. Boom. <laughs> Done. Short and sweet. <laughs> I don't think that counts as a sentence. The movie was glorious. Okay. There we go. Period. Period. <laughs> I used it in a sentence. <laughs> Exclamation point. Yes. I would say quintessential 80s corny. What about Quentin? Yes. <laughs> Quentin Central. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he went to Central. <laughs> We're such good people. We really are. That's fine. Let's pick on the gay black one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for editing. <laughs> oh, oh, you want me to... That's up to you. Make that one louder, right? I'm going to highlight Add that. Add some sound effects. Some <laughs> yes queens. Yes queen. 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 Yes. And nope. Okay. So let's just dive right in there. I, like I said, this is a quintessential 1980s corny movie. This is at the end of the 80s. Came out in 1989. The in best fact, year. What? It's the best year. The best year? Yeah. Oh. Because you were born in 1989? I was. Look so was that. I. There we go. Oh, mm-hmm. there you go. 86 represent. 86. Yeah. 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 Um, Yo, I think you oh. married the wrong guy in this room. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> it's like they were trying to jam pack everything that took place in good 80s films. Yeah. All into one just before the 80s ended. They're like, oh shit. The 80s are ending. We need to finish making money on this. Fair warning, they did not make a lot of money <laughs> on this. Oh, you looked that up before I, I did, you and cheated. I have information for you. So no, you cheated. I'm not the one taking guesses on it. I, I will be asking you for the guesses. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I gonna... never guess. Okay. I always look it up okay. and ask okay. you guys. Okay, and you know, you're right. I forgot about that. But I will make... Uh, I am confident I can guess what the prices are in this movie just by looking at it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, didn't it show gas prices at one point? Yes, it yeah. did. And, um, and and a Coke. Gas prices of Coke was 60 cents for a can. I can buy one for 50 cents now. So either Coke's ingredients have gotten really cheap, or inflation's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no, both. It's Reagan had it right. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> That Coke did just trickle down, didn't it? <laughs> oh, and actually, technically, this came out in 89 in the U.S., but worldwide release, the global release took place end of 89 and through like halfway through 90. So it didn't come out in Germany until like April of the next year. Oh, so it's not an 80s movie. So in some places, it's not an 80s movie. Oof. East Germany or West Germany? <laughs> that's a great question. No, that's actually <laughs> that's a really good question. We don't want your propaganda. <laughs> we don't believe in the 80s color palette of capitalism. <laughs> and there was a gypsy woman. So you know one of the Germans did not like this. Yeah. Are you talking about the mentor witch? Yes. She was great. Uh, we gave her a name. Did we? Yes. Widget. Widget. That's right, Widget. (laughs) And why is that her name? You gave her the name. Yeah, Krista, why'd I give her the name? Because you're mean. (laughs) Because she's a witch, and she's also very short. The mentor witch was played by the same lady who was the tiny lady in Poltergeist. Zelda Rubenstein. That's her name? Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't she get flung out a window or something in In Poltergeist? Poltergeist? Yeah, I think that was her. And then she died like a shitty death there. there. Is there a non shitty death? Well, I mean, to be fair, if she was like three inches taller, she wouldn't be able to fit through that window. That's, so, I mean, she true. wouldn't have thrown out the goddamn window. So, Rachel, walk us through your favorite movie. Why? It's such a good movie. Explain that to us. What about it? Is it something that you watch in your childhood? Is it something that... Would you remember the first time you watched this film? No. How many times have you seen it? A lot. <laughs> Why do you like it? Why? Because there's a witch in it. I mean, that's a very good Well, reason. I love 80s movies. I think that's one thing. I like the music and the hair and the clothes. Let's just talk about the music Can for we a second. Can we please talk about the music? So, how many how many musical numbers were in this? This many. This many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding up both hands. So, there was first rap number. That was the first one, right? When they walk into the school. Mm, and the, the 
first one is the cold open during the opening credits this is back when they still had opening credits yeah and we, yeah i forgot we see about the, that the yeah we see teen witch or who we become to know as teen yeah. witch yeah yeah what is her name teen witch okay so we see teen witch uh louise. no louise louise Jeez, louise, Jeez, louise. <laughs> so we see teen witch up on a rooftop dancing with what looks to be like a he looks like a chad he does look like a Chad. Jake but from it, State Farm. But his name is Brad. Brad. Oh, Brad. I, forgot yeah. Brad. I honestly thought the podcast had changed a lot since the last time I was here, and now we were reviewing porn. That was just, <laughs> it was beautifully shot. Completely different meaning of chick flicks with dicks. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I was on board. I'm, I'm ready to YOLO 2019. <laughs> so they're dancing on a rooftop, and then she wakes up. Yeah. Called it. Which you called way. it. Yes, definitely. We had different theories that someone was watching a movie, someone was dreaming. So I she was watching like, a music video. Yeah, and it, was the, it was the filter. Well, I thought that. Um, that I, thought, I thought Brad um, was like the super of the building. He's like, "Man, please stop dancing on my roof." <laughs> Man, yeah, please, your rent is late. Ended up, ended up being <laughs> <laughs> gets evicted. So she wakes up. The first thing we hear. No, let's keep going through the the numbers, yeah, the music yeah. numbers. Yeah. So that's one. Yeah. The second one is. She's walking through the hallways in her school, and there's three Jewish white boys in yeah. the hallway. The Yeasty Boys. The Yeasty, Yeasty Boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> that are rapping in the hallway. It is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to try to find a sound clip and include it in Please. there. Because it's it's almost too good. It's beautiful. And then from there, Louise is in a locker room at some point, and one of the girls, Kiki... Kiki, nope. do you love nope. me? Not she Kiki. walks in. It is Kiki, but no, okay, she song. just doesn't want that song. Okay. <laughs> she walks in with one of those old <laughs> 80s boom boxes. That's goes, called a ghetto blast. And goes, hey, cheerleaders, I just came up with our new routine. And hits play. And then they all do the routine. They all do the routine. And are some of them singing? Yes, it's not a cheer. Like, at what, this is the point where I went, is this a musical? The first time I saw this movie, all I could think is, I wish it was a musical. What is happening? Why is it not a musical? And then I thought, well, maybe she's dreaming. Maybe, nope, nope, not at all. This is high school in the 80s. Still, up to this point, had seen no revolution of her powers. No, it wasn't time. We had to learn about her day-to-day life. Plus... Everyone was dressed like Jesse Spano from the episode Saved by the Bell where she gets addicted to speed. Oh, yes. They, they were, were all wearing the purple leotards. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was great. Those I'm leotards so... were cut very high. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. <laughs> great I am scared. It's a very spoopy movie. Spoopy. 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 It's Halloween. It's spoopy time. That's three. What's next? It's the the reprise of the Jewish rapping boys, isn't it? Yes. Again, we see them at another point. And then... The yeasty boys. Yeah, the yeasty boys. (laughs) When Polly joins in, in a moment of I'm a badass that never pays off again. Why did she not get hit by a car in the middle of that? Because it was a magic time. Top that. That's That's what what it is. The name of the song is Top That. So, wait, what is her name? What is Polly? Molly, Polly, 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 Polly Pocket. Pocket. Yeah. So she's Polly, very tiny. Polly Pocket. So Mighty she Max. Sees, she sees the Yeasty Boys out in the street, <laughs> and they are rapping. And you can tell she's got a thing for the primary Yeasty Boy, the middle one that looks like uh, Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, Rhett. And his name's Rhett. 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 He was played by Noah Blake. Oh, look at oh, that! Oh shit! Yeah, there we have go. the credits pause right here. <laughs> You're welcome. Chick flicks with dicks. So she has a thing for Rhett, and she's sitting there just kind of like dreamy about him. Louise sort of grants her this wish or something just by... She doesn't say anything. No. It's she not, doesn't have a There's wand. not even a voiceover or anything of her like casting a spell. No. It's just all of a sudden, well, Polly she, Pocket joins in the rap. Yeah, she rubbed her little thing. Clit. <laughs> Sorry, <what? laughs> she's just out in public in the street. Yeah, just rubbing her thing. Rubbing her thing. Yep. I mean, at some point, the 80s were Louise had gotten this amulet, this necklace okay. that apparently had been passed down to her. It belonged to her in former lives. It was looking for her. She's a reincarnated witch. Yes. So at this point, she has discovered some of her powers. She 
rubbed her little thing. <laughs> rubbed her thing. Granting her best friend the opportunity to Top basically that. have a rap battle <laughs> with the Yeasty, with the Yeasty Boys. boys. And the Justin Timberlake of their group out in the middle of the street. The song is called Top That. You you know what? What's this? Stop that. Forgive. Stop that. I don't really give a about trying to stop that. Top that. Big deal. Stop that. Unreal. You can try to you boo. I will make a fool of you. Top that. I'm going to have to include a link or something to the yes. YouTube video for that because it is, it's too good. It's at a point where I'm just like, this is fantastic. It's literally all the cheesiness and corniness of 80s films. Just wrapped all into one thing, and I loved it. It's a burrito of it, 80s films? It is. It's the burrito. It's almost like, what's that thing from Taco Bell where they take the burrito in the taco? Or the taco in the burrito? They, like a quesarito. I think it's called a quesarito. Something along those lines, where it's just everything you've ever wanted. Just melts in the mouth. I think you're talking about a burrito. A burrito? A burrito inside of a burrito inside of an original burrito. <laughs> I want Taco Bell now. And I we're going to pause there Bell. and go get the pregnant woman some Taco Bell. <laughs> so we do not die. <laughs> so then after that, we have another music number. Is that oh. when she goes and sees the singer? Yes. Shauna? She get the jacket. Shauna. Shauna. She goes to see the singer. Mashana. 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 <laughs> I did enjoy Rosh the Madonna Shana. vibes. <laughs> or just Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> So she goes to see this rock band. She mm. sneaks in the rock. Oh, I don't know what it is. They're it's, making noise. They're more like stomp. It's like an 80s. It's called pop. dance music. Like that's oh, okay. what they called it in the 80s was just dance music. Yeah. So it's basically the just. The 80s were lazy. I yeah. call it a good time. Well, that was fun. With enough enough acid and some glow sticks. Exactly. I suppose so. In fact, if you had fast forwarded that about five years and dropped it in Miami, it'd be like the intro to Bad Boys. Yeah. <laughs> After that, there's another one. Before when the her dance. and uh, Brad went out in that to the rape shack in the rape yeah abandoned <laughs> cabin. We will get to that more in depth. Let's do it now. Oh, Fuck it. Let's the, do it. The now. rape shack. Do it. Yeah, we're just going to jump to the rape. I shack? think the rape shack highlights an interesting thing about this movie too, in that there is not a lot of exposition in terms of where things are in relation to each other. Yeah. Like, no, the rape shack is never mentioned before or after. She's at a carousel multiple times that we just have no context of. Like, did she grow up with it? Is it abandoned? Like, what is this carousel? And yet there is tons of exposition on, oh, she's closed, when we could clearly read the sign that says the story's closed. Yeah. Like, it feels like they wrote this movie in a night. Because they wanted to get it done, and so they they dropped exposition. Like a coke-induced night? Yes. It's very 80s in that way. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but when she first walks into school, this nerd approaches her and is like, you're up to be the cl- president of the Latin club. You're a shoo-in. And then it's never mentioned again. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, not, totally and the whole that. time, I'm like, it, does this matter? And I, You were hanging on to that the whole movie. The whole movie, because it's either, I think there are two possibilities with it. Number one, they were showing that she's a nerd to then make her transformation into being popular more important. Are they trying to or say that Latino people are, uh, are nerds? Probably. But I, I think they wanted to give her an excuse for being really good at pronouncing her spells. Oh. oh. I didn't even think about I, that. that makes sense. Like, because she just picks it up and just remembers these really yeah. long Latin well, phrases. Yeah, because the first one, when Widget is trying to teach her the spell, she says, "Now repeat after me," and it's, it's like four six words or long. six words diff- straight. Now I've heard some, but most of those, I'm like, I'm like You're, uh, "Yeah, I need you to slow that bitch down." Like, and I like one thing at a time. I just wish they had given us like a little bit more. With it, because that's a really fun, interesting thing that they just kind of dropped. So, Krista, I personally think you are too smart for this movie. I <laughs> I want to believe the Her best head just grew so the much. People you think it was a penis this. and you stroked it. <laughs> My head is like a penis in that it gets bigger when you stroke it. <laughs> the harder you rub it, the harder it gets. It's true. Jeez Louise. <laughs> so the rape shack. So, circling back to the rape circling shack. Circling back. So, they show up at this rape shack. They show up at the rape shack because Louise has, she cast the spell where she becomes the most popular girl in school after learning that popularity is what's most important to Brad in developing a relationship because he's currently dating the most popular girl in school. Oh, fun fact. Yeah. The actor that played Brad and the actress that played Sean. Thought number one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> actually ran off after this movie and got married. 
Aww. And they were still married up until like 2018. I don't know if they currently are. So there really but was magic on the set. I, and it left with them. Wait, are you talking, <laughs> about, are you talking about Brad's thought? Yeah. Brad? They got married? They got married in what? real life. Yeah. That's, that's adorable. He cheated on her. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> And never acknowledged it. No, no, (laughs) No, not at all. They never had to confront that. No. So they get to the rape shack because now Louise has cast the spell to where she's the most popular girl in school. She didn't want to cast a love spell on him because she wanted him to like her for her. So instead, she cast a love spell on the entire school. Making her the most popular person. In all reality, he only likes her because she's popular, not because of who she is. Correct. High school fucking stupid (laughs) so they get to the rape shack and we say rape shack and we've repeated this phrase numerous times now because it looks like an old abandoned house on the top of a hill where sunflowers have grown up and around the hill it's abandoned it's abandoned it's yeah it's boarded up windows the wood all on the side of the house is looks rotted out in parts and it's on the top of a hill my girl is trying to walk up it in pumps and brad doesn't help her you notice this the shot that they do too of her taking the pumps off and setting them down setting them oh very clearly in case you didn't notice my bitch ass ran up that hill knees like her ass must look great after that walk girl (laughs) needs to hold out for better men why didn't he help her up the hill i'm so mad about that through that whole scene he was running up a little and then he'd turn around all flirtatious and as though he was the sweetness. And at this point, we still think he's with thought number one. I'm pretty sure he is. They never officially yeah. broke up. Yeah, and they went to the prom point. together. Yeah, and then they still, we fast forward like 20 minutes later and they're at the prom and he's with thought number one. Oh, uh, my girl wife. needs some standards, man. But the only thing, uh, uh, she's 16. That's fair. Son of Just a Just turned 16. That's when her <laughs> powers arrive. So she's newly 16 and has skipped a couple grades. So she knows all the seniors. Yeah, so, well, she's in all the senior classes. Is it, So is she so, graduating? Because she never worries about where she's she, going to college. She doesn't. She doesn't mention that. No. But Brad is a senior. So yeah. we can assume probably 17, 18 years yeah. old. Yeah. He didn't skip grades. You can tell that. <laughs> he took a girl to a rape jack. <laughs> True. The actor playing him was actually 26 at the time. So. <laughs> you can tell that. <laughs> He's running away the whole time, and he keeps turning around looking at her all flirtatious, like, ooh, come and get me. (laughs) (laughs) Can you catch me? (laughs) Which I feel is a complete opposite. It's a change, because often in these, I guess growing up, my more movie heyday would be, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s as a teenager, you know, going through middle school and then high school. We had, like, American Pie, right, Mm -hmm. where the guy is constantly chasing the hot girl. Mm Mm-hmm. Not the other way around. I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay. I'm gonna stop you right there. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Get the fuck Blake out. Blake Lively. <laughs> that's, but that's not. I guess I'm comparing a teen movie versus a, a, a chick flick. No, because American Pie was supposed to draw in. Mm, yeah, oh, you're I right. thought, I you know what I mean. I thought you were comparing this. To no, I, I, I was. Okay. I'm talking American Pie too. But I'm just, I'm just saying though. But you're we've right. We've seen it before. You're right. You're right. And it's Blake Lively putting just, her ass in the air in Mexico, going "fuck me." Yeah, I guess I just <laughs> tried to block. But they watching that one out of like, my head. Blake Lively and Sister of the Traveling Pants was like that the entire movie. Blake Lively, the sister of louise yes, yes. Of Robin oh, these movies are con- that's why you asked me back it's, <laughs> well, it's connected well, well that and that we found another infinity stone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i was about to say uh so this just confirms that uh sisterhood of the traveling pants is in the mcu because <laughs> the amulet the amulet that she uses to i mean she has ma- she has magic without it i'm assuming right Does i think it's it? unclear I think it just amplifies. Well, she doesn't the power. have the amulet when she turns her brother into a dog. Yes, she does because it happened right after uh, she oh, made. It, she it Thanos was. That when dude. she came home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe she doesn't. Maybe it just it. amplifies it. Maybe. Well, anyway, she has the stone, and it does help her with it's the powers. The space stone. We looked it up. It's well, technically, <laughs> the space stone was found in nineteen World War II, and it's an Infinity Stone. I don't know which one it is. I don't care. It's powerful, and um, the widget. Um, <laughs> What's her name? Serena. Serena the Witch. Madame Serena. Madame Serena the Serena the non-teenage witch. The non-teenage witch. The whole time was in a plot to get the Infinity Stone so she could protect it from Thanos. She's probably dead now. Like, canonically. Probably. And probably in real life, too. She was kind of old in 1989. I haven't even looked I think up. she just died. Time, time to Google. Chick fucks with dicks. At the rape shack. Yeah. <laughs> Circling back again to the rape shack. 
They're all the way up at the top floor of yeah. this abandoned, dilapidated house. I'm thinking, okay, first off, if they're actually banging up there, they're going to go through the floor. They're going to get tetanus. You know what? She takes her pumps off and she's running through there. Yeah, There's she's no not way smart. that they don't know. Well, she's they didn't 16. bang. They didn't bang? No, because remember she went back to Madame Serena and she said... First he did this, and then you guys kissed or well, whatever. They mouth fucked each other they, pretty hard. They made out. That tongue was so deep in it there. It was so rhythmic. It was like a metronome. Oh yeah, so but meaty. So Zelda <laughs> actually passed away in 2010. Rip. Madam Serena. Madam Serena. She was 76. Oh, she lived a life. So that would put her at nine years old in her next life as a witch. Ooh. <laughs> no, she hey. said that she'd already been 16 four times. So yeah. M- Sure. She's, she's more than halfway to get her powers <laughs> you're not, back. You're not buying into that one. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I'll just accept whatever fucking backstory they want to give me at this point. The color palette is what screwed me over with most of this movie. It's like Saved by the Bell it had an orgy with 20, 30, 20, 23 Jump Street, twenty two Jump Street, twenty one Jump Street, twenty one. You're Jump almost Street. there. <laughs> I just kept counting down. <laughs> Um, the, the, like the, all the '80s nasty color palettes with the weird shapes and zigzags. Just look at the intro for Saved by the Bell. There was an extreme lack of neon in it. Yeah. Well, because it wasn't the '90s. Saved by the Bells was still based off '80s pop culture, though. But it was a '90s interpretation. Of uh, it. Saved by the Bell came out did it? in the '80s. Oh, didn't I'm it? lying. The first one when they were in the Middle when school. they were in middle school. Yeah, but the meat of it was in the '90s. Sure, the ones that most people remember. I mean, and there were neons in the '80s. Ne- I'm confusing decades. And the neon lights came out in the 50s. Well, no, neon is in like neon, col- like, you know, clothing. your neon yeah. clothing. Oh, okay. Your that, tights and yeah, your tights and stuff. And you had that like in like warmers. the mid-80s, and then you had yeah. that in the 90s. They made a comeback. And They're coming back soon. Then, it's uh, been a while. Yeah. Oh, I'm all for it. Yeah. Sign me up. First episode Saved by the Bell, August 20th, 1989. Yeah. When was this released? Oh, April. That's a great question. April? Yeah, of 89. Not of this year. I wish of this year. Oh, yeah, this came out April April 28th of 89. Okay. So right around the same time. Hmm. Why are we talking about Screech? Why are we talking about Saved by the Bell? I know I'm the one that did this. Team, you are. Team Although, Witch. you called someone in the Screech. Who was it? It was the dude that she fucking David, snapped Dave out of existence. Or whatever. Yes. yes the, the cousin. Who? Who? Dave, What's his name? David. David. Okay. Something like hey, that. Hey, baby, want some weed? You want to get high? He's my second favorite character. Oh, he's my first. The first drink, like the fall, uh, the first drink, the first dance, the fall dance that they go to. Louise goes with Thought Number One's cousin because Thought Number One lives across the street from her. It's funny we say Thought Number One, but I don't have a Thought Number Two or Three. No, friends. she doesn't need a Thought Number Two. Yeah, I guess her her friend. She's the Regina George. So, so Regina George of this movie. (laughs) Who's Regina George? Glossing over she that. She lives across the street from Louise. Louise decides to go to the dance with her cousin, David. She answers the door, and this... what? Someone describe what he's wearing. He has a bow tie and a sweater vest and a button-down shirt and, fr- and, and round glasses. And frankly, I would be all about it if he wasn't obviously on cocaine. Yes. Yeah, he was... Tweaking out hard. His hair was so high. He had like Johnny Bravo hair. He, he did. He really did. That quaff that they did in in the eighties, the real floof on it. it. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say. I floof. mean, it was done well before the. For, uh, but again, this is eighty nine. That's starting to go away. Yeah. Not in this movie. Which is- <laughs> Jerry curls are strong in this. Still. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, he just eye fucks her at the door, though. Yeah, which is great because she's wearing that outfit her mom gave her for her birthday. That is not flattering. She's also wearing a sweater vest. There is a sweater vest involved. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. To a dance. I don't understand Louise's fashion issue in this movie. Because in the beginning, she dresses like a nerd. And her mom gives her nerdy clothing. But her mom has fashion. And then later in the movie, she changes how she dresses and is much more stylish. And it's never brought up. Like, the mom never has a problem with it. The dad isn't overprotective. So, like, why wasn't she just wearing the clothes she wanted to from the beginning? Because she wasn't popular, so people would make fun of her for trying to fit in. Would they? I think Without so. a spell, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... But she was worried about getting made fun of in the clothes she was wearing. Well, I think she's already out of place because, again, she's in all senior classes yeah. as a 16-year-old. So she is, let's be very clear, a nerd. Is Polly a senior? No. The only class that showed them together in was home, er, home ec. So yeah. probably not. I would bet not. I would think that they came up together. I mean, that's that they seem very close. Yeah. yeah. So... Perhaps that has something to do with it, that Maybe. she can't 
just all of a sudden change her style without magic without magic because the seniors would be unforgiving about it i mean let's she gets ripped apart a couple of times in this movie by her teacher though that's true like the teacher is the dick in this movie yeah he's just a dickhead for no reason mr weaver played by shelly berman his name is shelly <laughs> that's why he's mean it's like I think a point. it's short for sheldon yeah but it's no, no that's it's, not i think better. it's shelly i mean it does say shelly yeah it's like a boy named sue Chick fucks with dicks. i think that might be one of the primary reasons she doesn't change maybe i mean Fashion know. sooner. But at the dance, she changes clothes and nobody makes fun of her. At David, the harvest dance. David does. Well, David does, but David is a cokehead. That's true. A cokehead nerd. Yeah, like he's not supposed to find her attractive. Hey, you like weed? <laughs> <laughs> Where did that Wang. come from? That's what he said. I know, but oh, why? Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. And then also he gets like really molesty. It was the 80s. I... I don't understand what that means. Is that was that a normal thing? I mean, I've I've seen plenty of '80s films, and I don't always I don't remember that much to the point where I was uncomfortable the first time I saw this. I'm thinking, Bleh. so they go to the dance. Louise changes into these new clothes, and David makes fun of her. He, I, yeah, and then she snaps back at him. Yeah, but rightfully so. In the end, we find out. <laughs> so rape shack first, and then rape car. Well, technically, the well, rape part rape happened car. already. Oh. You will, okay. Before the rape shack, in our discussion. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in order of the movie, it's, yeah, we got the rape car first. So yeah. she's, and it's Brad's car. Yeah. Brad and thought number one are going to go to Kiki's house for an after party and give Brad's keys to his Mustang to Louise and David. And David's going to drive them home. And the next scene we see, David's swerving around the road. And I can't even tell what he's saying half the time. All I can focus on is the fact that he's grabbing the back of her neck and trying to, like, pull her. He's trying to sleep with her while driving a vehicle. Right. That's just bad planning. Or get some roadhead or something. Something. It's aggressive. To the point where she finally goes, will you just leave me alone? And then he disappears. Doesn't she wish for it? There's a, there's, I wish you would just leave me alone. I wish you would just leave me alone. There was actually a line that was not, uh, that you not bring up where she goes, how would you feel if someone grew up to you? And he's like, I'd love that. Go ahead. And starts thrusting his cock up <laughs> yeah. towards the steering wheel. It's like, I think this dude, like, it was generally just a stunt double. They're like, we need to fill this role. They put him in there. And then the car crashed. He died. Like, Lively's sister lived. And it was like, we'll just write him out of the movie. No one will ever ask questions about this. <laughs> Except the I car have didn't many crash. questions. <laughs> well, yeah, so he disappears and she somehow, car does not crash. She gets it to stop. He disappears with sparkles. Yeah. Well, of course, it was the 80s. You need a little glitter. <laughs> I wish he would have dusted away. That was the first uh, moment that we thought he Thanos' ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's never brought up again. No one mentioned Or I think he's mentioned again, but maybe his memory was... Like, it's never brought up that he just disappears out of a car. Like, he's just gone from the movie. Home? Isn't she, that where... Well, she parks the car and then gets on her bike to go see Madame Serena to see what she should do. Oh, right. Because she didn't know what was going on. Is that when Madame Serena was closed? That's yeah. when we get yeah. the exposition Walking that she's up, closed. I can't believe she's closed. Right. There's a sign right there, lady. And then rides the bike all the way back. What was the point to that scene then? To like the whole montage of her right. There were so many montages in this To movie. show Just that she sh tried to be responsible and panicked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was actually what I was going to say. So she gets back home. <laughs> and this is where she... This she is where sees she, her brother making a pizza with marshmallows. First off. <laughs> The brother is a whole nother character that we need to touch on. <laughs> Hands down, the greatest character of this movie. Best character. So good. The first, first time we see him, he's like uh, Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. He's just <laughs> always got food. He's always eating something. Yeah. So the first time we see him is at the beginning of the movie when she wakes up from that dream where she's dancing on the rooftop with Brad and you hear chewing <laughs> and she looks under her bed and her brother, who's probably 12, 13 years old, mm -hmm. is that. laying under the bed eating a chocolate cake. <laughs> By the way, there's only like a third of this chocolate cake left. <laughs> eating a full chocolate cake. How long and has it, it been is under there? Everywhere. Like, has he been sneaking in every morning to eat that cake? You know how Garfield cuts a cake where he'll cut himself a nice tiny slice and you're like, oh, look, he has self control. And then he takes the rest of the cake and leaves a little slice. <laughs> right. That's what that kid fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This kid is just fantastic. Ooh. 
So she walks into the kitchen coming back from the dance after obliterating David. <laughs> I think you mean obliterating. Agl- <laughs> there you go. We can end it there. Ow. We always have these moments in the podcast <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, we should just stop. That's now. the end of the That's episode. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the spooptacular. Thanks, guys. I'll be back someday. <laughs> no, you won't. It's true. <laughs> She's glitter. <laughs> <laughs> I was the teen witch the whole time. <laughs> what is the brother's name? Um, his name is Richie. Richie. So, Richie, he has got more depth of character than anybody in this film. Yeah. So many levels to which, him. Which is weird, because he looks more like a Grumblo. He does. He absolutely looks like a Grumblo. We'll find a picture and post it of what a, a Grumblo is. <laughs> For those of our listeners who are unfamiliar, she walks into the kitchen where he's making that pizza with, there's marshmallows and sauce, and it's weird. Everywhere. He, he takes a bite of a marshmallow and then tosses it in the giant can of sauce and then ladles more out onto the pizza, and it, it's- Like, what is the child doing? Why is there sauce all over the kitchen? So she walks in in the clothes that she didn't leave in. Yeah. She's wearing her dance clothes. Her brother, Richie, goes, what are you supposed to be? Which I just thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Oh, he's so good. His line delivery in this is everything. He's having fun and just living his best life. A- and as well, he should. This yeah. was uh, an he amazing. He deserves an Oscar. I hope so much that he went on to do amazing things. I'm willing to bet I he didn't. I refuse to Google it because yeah, I don't, I don't want to be disappointed. Right. Alex, don't you do it. He's looking at the weather. It's fine. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, I think he... I thought he... Was like in a band or something, but I'll have to look it up. I'm going to choose to believe he was in a band. Sure. He he's, probably he's just was. just living his best life, and making marshmallow pizzas. <laughs> Chick fucks with dicks. One of the lines in this that where he just looks at her and he goes, you think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance. <laughs> <laughs> you're nothing. You're a dog. A dog. A dog. <laughs> and <laughs> then he turns into a dog. Because at one point, they were saying, I'm rubber and you're glue. Whatever you say sticks to bounces you. Bounces off of me and sticks to you. That's right. I don't remember the bounces off of me part. No, because that's what it should be. But uh, they said it wrong. Yeah. they. And it was like... Uh, reflects or whatever. We'll have it to find it. But it was just... And, wrong. and I went, that's not how that's, that phrase goes. So he's calling her a dog and all of a sudden he turns into a dog. A very tiny, rubber. cute dog. Because she what? Because she's rubber and he is glue. And so he said yeah. it, it bounced oh. off of her and stuck to him. And that's what turned him into a dog. Well, then, a talking dog, nonetheless. Well, a talking dog that she could understand. We, I'm going to assume everyone could understand. Think, oh, you think so? I mean, the parents weren't there. We can't test the theory. The parents were never there. Yeah. Where were the parents? This is a question that comes up way too often in film. I, I don't know. They were there a lot. But when they were, they were so absent-minded. They weren't cued into what their kids were actually like, doing. I feel like they were there because they filmed this movie, realized it was weird that there were children that had no parents in the house, and so went This is and all did, reshoots? Went and did reshoots just to have parents Maybe. there. More of the budget went to reshoots? I'm going to assume all of it went to reshoots. Then they hear a car door shut and the parents are home and the brother's freaking out because apparently the mom doesn't like dogs. He's like, you got to fix it. She's going to take me to the pound. (laughs) (laughs) Louise is like, is it Louise or Louisa? Louise. Louise. Because it's Louise. Louise. Right, 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 right. Sorry. Jeez, Louisa. (laughs) Picks up the dog slash brother and goes, I've got an idea. And walks into a bathroom where there's a fully drawn bath bubble, bubble bath. bath and i'm like who drew that maybe he was gonna take a bubble bath when his pizza went in the oven oh but his pizza was nowhere near going into the oven hmm. so his bath would have been cold maybe he likes cold he baths. was also he was putting weird weird marshmallows yeah <laughs> true okay i defeated yeah. myself with my own <laughs> logic you're trying to apply logic I just, why did she go in the bathroom? It was like she was going to go in and hide him, but then... She was going to drown him instead. At at some point, it's like drowning him is better than the pound. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that or drowning him is worse than her getting grounded by her parents. Because that is a spell that she cannot break is drowning. (laughs) So, what's worse? What's worse? There's a dog in my house. You turn my son into a dog? Or, oh, this dog was in my house, but you killed it. Good job. So she drops the dog in the bathtub and it turns back into her brother. Fully clothed. He likes panics and freaks out and he starts yelling at her and he calls her a pervert at one point. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It's because she was putting her little brother in a bath and that's weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes Ignore more sense. the fact that he was a dog and that mm-hmm. she, maybe it was magic. Maybe the amulet just told her what to do. Right. And the amulet drew the bath. 
Did Madame Serena ever say water will defeat the spell? Not until after. Not until after that. Okay. Because she it's, tried to see Madame Serena. All this happened, and then she went back. Yeah. And Madame Serena was like, "Your yeah. powers are weak because you're new at this. Water will break. Even them. water will undo them." Which I gotcha. expected to be a plot point in the in the conflict at the end. But for that to happen, there needed to be a conflict at the end, and I don't think there was. We were definitely missing that aspect of it. Yeah. Was it an homage to the Wizard of Oz? Who is the Wicked Witch? I mean, she's a witch. I mean, we have a munchkin. Glinda. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about this movie? Yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking Louise. I mean, she's kind the of, Wicked Witch? Yeah. She kind of uses her powers for personal gain. But she's also just turned 16 years old. Would you not expect her to do that? Yes. Yes, you would not expect her to do that. I thought Louise was supposed to be the protagonist. It, it's a lazy homage. The idea here is that she's supposed to learn from it, right? And yeah. It's a, it's a child who's discovered these powers and... Everything goes perfectly makes a for mistake. her. So what you're Does saying she? is with great power comes great responsibility. Oh my gosh. Yep, this is an MCU movie. Now that the Easter eggs are everywhere. <laughs> yes, they are. I guess she doesn't really make a mistake. She goes to try to cast a spell on Brad to make him fall in love, and she stops. When they're sitting on the bed? Yeah. No. Yeah. And she stops, and she decides, I, I want him. him to like me for me, so I'm going to go and change everybody else's position on who I am to make me more popular. Now, how did she get the whole school to do it? I think I might have fallen asleep for a minute for that. Like, did she, like, poison the water or something? No, that goes back to... when. So she went and saw Shauna, the Madonna impersonator, we'll right. call her, oh. to get the jacket and she's, because she and needed she a piece of clothing. she spun 45 RPMs. Yes, which... and said her Latin spells, which, thank God, she's president of the Latin club. I assume she won the election. Which, she's oh, really stuck on that. Well, I'm let's upset. Hold up. Let's hold up really quick. So part of the instructions for her being popular was, yeah, drink this, yeah, be wearing this clothing, and you had to spend 13 times counterclockwise at 45 RPM. Yes. How the fuck is a 16-year-old-ass bitch, granted, smart enough to be senior at that point, going to understand how fast she has to go to spend 13 times but it would uh, go at a speed where she would spend 45 times in a minute. Because that's what RPM stands for. Rotations per minute. So which how the is, fuck did she figure that out? Which is art mechanics. Yeah, that's what I'm arguing. Like, I, I think... <laughs> she should have fucked it up. I think Madame Serena just said it. I Maybe she, she spun too fast and it went too well. And that's why the people showed up in her front That's lawn. why she was too She's popular. She's too magic. Mind blown. That's it. I think Crack she the code. She should have fucked up the spell, which actually, if you rewatch it, I think she went clockwise. We'll have to look. We'll have to watch. I, I disagree, but I'm willing to oh, admit if I'm wrong. I think she went wrong. clockwise, and I think if she went clockwise, like, did something wrong. It's like when they uh, do a fusion dance during Ball Z, and it's slightly wrong, and they're fat. Yeah. Or they're, like, really skinny or something, you know, it's it's bad. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think she went the wrong way. Yeah, I think she, she did clockwise. She should have blown up the goddamn earth. I guess we'll just have to watch the movie again. <laughs> no. Maybe. Maybe. I need more alcohol. <laughs> we have plenty. I don't think you have enough. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. No. So, little brother, another highlight of the character. <laughs> when she's very popular and everybody loves her, he walks in to her room. Isn't that at the very end? Towards the very end. It's towards Is the it end. It's right before the prom. Oh, it's okay. Is it? No, but it's in the morning. Because she's she wakes up and he walks in and he's got like breakfast on a tree. He's dressed like a bellhop from Home Alone Two. He's living his best life, right? And no, he, I think he was scared of her. Well, yeah, oh, yeah she definitely. turned him into a dog. He walks in with the tray of breakfast. He has a newspaper and then he takes her homework out. And this, like the second <laughs> best line in the movie, he says, "I took the liberties of ironing your homework." No ways. Louise! What? I prepared you a wholesome breakfast. You morning paper. I took the liberty of ironing your homework. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. The delivery of it is magical. I want to see him on stage. Yeah. I feel like he would be an amazing stage Just, actor. I well, I got some bad him. news for you. What? He's dead. Seriously? No. You fuck. He hasn't worked <laughs> since like 2007. He hasn't needed to. He has this. Oh, the royalties of Teen Witch. I would rest on my laurels if my laurels were the little brother from Teen Witch. <laughs> Listen, if you want to live homeless and shit on the streets, that's your call. I mean, I've... I'm telling you, no I've one is living days. off the royalties of this movie. Not a goddamn person. Maybe he's very thrifty. You mean like Chewy? No. Yo! We don't talk like that on this podcast, Krista. You know their name is Stein, right? <laughs> shit. <laughs> Rachel Stein. <laughs> Literally, one of the most Jewish names you can find. Win Zach Stein's money. 
win? I want to win Zack Stein's money. How do I win his money? <laughs> Have you never heard of the game show Win Ben Stein's Money? Yeah, but Ben Stein is not Zack Stein. Bueller. And that was the joke. Oh, I get it. You're funny. <laughs> Cackle. But yeah, the the brother, hands down, one of my favorite characters. I'm going to post uh, clips and stuff. You guys have to yes. check him out. It's it's awesome. Chick fucks with dicks. Where did the amulet come from? She found it in her drama club. Yeah, so she... It was in the wardrobe of her theater group. She auditioned to be the lead in a play, did not get that, and instead was cast as the assistant costume mistress. Which are not comparable things, but whatever. And so then they're just hanging out, and the teacher really likes a dress, and then they find this necklace. And the teacher's like, I've never seen this before. Do you want it? And just gives it to just her. Just gives it to her. Not like it's part of the costume yeah, department or anything. Because no. it was looking for her. It found her. Well, if you if you right. look at the way that she talks, that drama teacher, it's like she's entranced with it. Yeah. So I think the stone put a spell on her bitch ass to hand the stone over to her. I mean, to Louise. sure. Yeah. How powerful is magic in the universe? Well, um, let's let's go back. In this universe? I think very in powerful. In the MCU universe? Yes. All right. Yes, in the I MCU guess, universe. I guess in the MC universe. Because yeah. you and yeah. the universe yeah, yeah, yeah. stands for... It's like saying the ATM machine. Like, yeah. that just doesn't make sense. My pin number. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. Like, you know there was a scene where she was getting ready for prom, and her dad walks in on her getting ready. He's like, let me guess. Your dress? And she goes, yes. And it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's fucking Thanos, dude. <laughs> I mean, she snapped the dude out of existence <laughs> for trying to get her to molest him or grope him. Right. Um, which, if he came back after her powers went away, he popped up in the middle of traffic <laughs> somewhere because he, he was driving a car when it happened. So he came up like, like in a sitting position holding no steering wheel. And you know a car just went wham right into him and he's dead. And nothing of value was lost. Like his his head goes flying his off. His bow tie goes, was cute. Wee. Yeah, his sweater vest. Yeah. Okay. Something of value yeah. was lost. We said earlier that Serena Widget <laughs> was <laughs> actually playing Louise the whole time <laughs> to try to get the amulet. She gave me villain vibes. She did. It was creepy. She was using Louise's youth and newfound power to almost catalyst her own. Uh, it was almost as though she's coming towards the end of her life, and so her powers were weakening, whereas Louise was sort of a full gas tank. Becoming if you a would. woman. Right. And discovering these new ones and didn't really know how to use them yet and needed someone to teach her how to hone those and, and allowed herself to dip from the well every now and then. I mean, okay. Like that's her payment. Like yeah. that's paying a, a life coach. I just expected something more. I wanted a, I wanted a very clear cut bad guy. I wanted a bibbidi bobbidi boo. <laughs> oh god. I don't know how to help you. I'm sorry. I did want more of a conflict. Yeah. I don't think there was as much of a conflict as what. Because I don't feel like Louise is substantially different at the end of the movie. Like she's a little wiser. She, she knows that, like, putting spells on her friends is probably not the best idea. Sure. Or her not friends. It to make for, them her worked friends. It worked for me. Oh, shit, is that what happened? Oh, yeah. That's why I always get that tingle. Mm-hmm. Right okay. in balls, yeah. Yep. The grundle. Chick fucks with dicks. So, Rachel, what did you, you think overall of it? Of it? Of it. It's this movie. a She's glorious a, movie. Glorious. Glorious. No, there's, there's parts that are just... Cringy. Such as. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's so bad that it's good, though. Okay. But did you like it? On, did you like it ironically as a child, though? That's the thing. I don't think I watched it as a child. Oh. So you're like a full, full ass adult. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was an adult find. Well, I yeah. think that's why I liked it when you made me watch it. First yeah. off, you didn't make me. So the first time I saw this was a few weeks after we had started dating. We're like just laying down, taking a nap. Rachel always has to have TV on when she's falling asleep. And so... I fucks with that. She turned this on, and she passed out, like, 20 minutes in. I've never seen this movie. I have no idea what the fuck is happening, and I could not stop watching. I would not have been able to fall asleep during this. <laughs> and that's when you asked her to marry you. And all the time... Basically. All the time, all I just want... I was like, I, I need more of the brother. Like, the entire yeah. time. That's all I kept thinking. But she ends up with the boy. Again, didn't really have to overcome much. I feel like that there should have been a nerdy kid who liked her the whole time for who she was. She but needed she a ducky. Like, him. like, yeah. like the guy oh, who yeah. put her up for the Latin club? Yeah. I mean, Just maybe, saying. But I wonder what they cut out from this. Right. Yeah, because I'm like. I'm curious what's on the cutting room floor. It clearly shows that Brad was not good enough for you because Brad didn't like you for you. Right. He only started liking you because you 
became popular. He literally said that moments before her teacher embarrassed her. They were in study hall when Brad was telling her that and the teacher comes up and knocks her purse down and says, this is called study Study hall. You're supposed to be studying, not talk hall. And she goes to pick up her her purse and her hair dryer had fallen out and she has a hair dryer because if she puts a spell on something she needs to dry it real quick so it doesn't go away uh i totally that's missed what that I'm Wait, what? But, I, but because water that's not established so no i don't i don't believe that okay well i mean she have, i don't know why she's carrying around a hair dryer then in her i mean it is the 80s ask, you saw the frizzy hair carry around a hair dryer in your purse because no. i do not i mean it was this big it was a travel well, how hair big dryer. is this big this that it was okay. six inches there you go at least if, according to what guys have that. told me <laughs> average it was average yeah jesus <laughs> Like, maybe that was just a thing in the 80s, and we luckily missed out on it. Yeah, but she would only need a hairdryer when, after gym class, but then that would be in her gym locker after she showered. I don't know. And I don't know why... She's weird. She's a witch. She's carrying around a hairdryer. I don't know why that's embarrassing That's not the embarrassing part. He holds up her birth control. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was real shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the 80s. Yeah, this teacher in the 80s is an asshole. Like, I would have preferred the detention guy from the breakfast club any day. Oh, Yeah. yeah. This dude was straight up a dick. He was a bully. Yeah, oh, 100%. Straight up fucking bully. He's also their English teacher. Yeah. And he's the one that read the... <laughs> the diary The diary entry. entry. Which was stuck to her homework with chocolate cake. I thought it was, because of the, the brother. Because I of thought it brother. was shit. No, I, I literally <laughs> thought it was shit. And I'm like, what is this movie? No, because like he was reading it with his grubby chocolate cake hand. That and morning. And shoved that, it in a binder. The beginning. Yeah, no, I put two and two together yeah, yeah. eventually. But I was just like... <laughs> Why is there shit in her backpack? <laughs> like that's why she's weird and unpopular. She's got some. She got scat fetishes. Here's Legit. my question: She passed that paper up to the front. How did yeah. she not notice that her journal entry that her little brother had torn out with chocolate all over? Because she but was it's chocolate everywhere. Because she was frazzled. Because she was late for some yeah, reason. Yeah. Even we though she had been out. in the hall with all the other students. No, no, she wasn't late. She had birth control. jeez. <laughs> oh, and the, the teacher, teacher was mean to her then too. Oh yeah, he was. He called her out on being late and then skipping grades. That's where we enough. find out that she skipped grades, right? Yeah. Like, and why is, why is he mean? He reads the letter out loud in front of the whole class. The problem is the letter, thanks to a, an incredible interpretive reading by her little brother, <laughs> <laughs> is basically like an erotic fiction between herself and Brad. 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 Oh, Brad. <laughs> Kiss me, love me, touch me. It's fantastic. Yeah, well, like, you guys can it, like, put your dicks away anytime now. First, please. No. First, our lips touch, and then something about her body. It was something like with her, like covered her body in something. Mm. It was weird. Chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> then my little brother came up and he just went, <laughs> <laughs> spread out some chocolate cake. She has weird fetishes. She really does. I think that was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie is when she gets back at the teacher. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that was, that was more the best conflict. use of her of her. I feel magic. like that was the best use the best storytelling in yeah. the film. Bitch made a voodoo doll of her English teacher and then threw it down a flight of fucking stairs. Guess what happened to the voodoo teacher? <laughs> Went down a flight of fucking stairs. <laughs> well, well, so after really, he stripped in front of the whole class. Yeah. Right. She starts taking off his little bow tie. <laughs> And then in class, he starts taking off his bow tie. Then she takes off his jacket. And then he takes off his jacket. And then the shirt. And then the pants. The shoes. Oh, the shoes. She, he kicks off the shoes. And then the pants. They're talking about... It's not Romeo and Juliet. Is it Hamlet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And He's asking like what Hamlet is going through. And he says the answer is adolescence. Being challenged about his manhood. Or, yeah. And he keeps yelling manhood and he goes to start yeah. pulling his underwear off. And that's when, like, I don't know, the principal or someone walks in. Which, thank God. No shit. And he was taking it too far. So she takes the, the voodoo doll home with her. She sets it down. Her brother finds it. And he's playing around with it up at the top of the stairs and tosses it down. <laughs> and then <laughs> the At teacher. the same moment that the teacher is at the top of a flight of stairs. And he goes flying down the stairs. <laughs> and all the other teachers are like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. You just need some rest. You know, go home, clear your head. And they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? <laughs> and then he's walking home. The mom finds the doll on the ground. It's all dirty from being played with with chocolate cake hands and being thrown down the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> she goes to toss it in the washing I machine. I like how before she does it, she's like playing with it on the edge <laughs> of the washer <laughs> and then just like throws him in a washing machine that's already full. 
all of the water receptacles in this house are constantly full. Always. Oh, that's just how they live. Do you think there was some white privilege? Do you think if she would have used bleach in that, he would have fucking died? Yes. No, he would have looked like an albino, is all. (laughs) So she tosses him in the washing machine, and then he walks into a car wash. um, Which I think can kill you. I would imagine so, with all the machinery moving around. That would have... There were so many moments this movie could have gotten super dark, and that's the one I wish they would have gotten with. Super dark. This could have taken turns to where, like, Like, Heathers or Carrie or, I mean, uh, okay, we've got the rape car. Yep. Early in the movie, that would have been a good point for it. We've got the rape shack. We've got the rape shack. That would have been a good point for it. The teacher. Anytime with him. Anytime with him. That would have been a good point for it. I just, I want this movie remade as, like, a slash slasher so thriller. fun fact yeah they actually had this slotted for a reboot yeah uh in 2010 ashley tisdale was actually linked to it but then as of 2012 nothing had come about and obviously since we still haven't seen anything so you willing gave to bet me hope and took it away i know so quickly. well i mean and that would have been one time i know Ooh. roller coaster i'm exhausted now <laughs> but i feel like that would have been that would have been great. Yeah, I would have been on board. But I for want it. like uh like child's play meets teen witch. There needs to be a darker aspect to this. Yes. Absolutely. There I they need to tell this in a like a Brightburn universe. Yes. I think there would be if it if they redid it. I think they would add a little twist to it. I mean they have to. Like make the witch evil. The 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 witch Madam Serena. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be more of an antagonist yeah. in this. Yeah, and there has really, to be a bad guy. There really was there were dicks along the way. Like yeah. you got David, you got the teacher. And you got thoughts one, two, and three. One, two, and three. The main girls of '89. Right now, and and I think you're right in that Louise is kind of the bad guy at times because mm-hmm. when she casts the popularity spell, the first thing she does is get all caught up and wrapped up in being popular, and so uh, Polly Pocket, her best friend, gets shoved it, off a lunch bench. Yeah, she literally is no longer a friend. She just. Falls and by they the wayside. Reconcile, do they? Because we see Polly at the prom. I mean, not but really. But she's with two new nerds. Polly steps up the same way that Louise stands up. So that implies to me that now they're at the same level. Now they're gonna reconcile, maybe. But maybe we don't after see it. the movie, yeah. yeah. Right, and that's the thing is, I want to know what they left out of this uh-huh. in order to understand what they were really going for. Yeah. The, it's almost like they ran out of time. It's almost like they hit a deadline. They're like, nah, fuck it. Wrap it. We gotta go. Yep. Yeah. Well, because uh, we have 15 minutes left of the movie. We still have yet to see any legitimate conflict. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a film version of the Babysitter's Club with a witch. This feels kind of like the Babysitter's I agree. Club. Yeah. Everything's hunky-dory. I can't really speak to that. Yeah. I was more of a boxcar kids kind of guy. Boxcar kids were okay. Babysitter's Club was where it was at. Magic Treehouse. Oh. <sighs> I, just I know wanted, that has nothing to do with that, but that's what it reminds me of. I just wanted my own phone in my room. Like, that's what I want now, so. <laughs> like, Clarissa explains it all. Yes. Clarissa was hashtag goals. And then have she, you met And those? then she became a witch. She did. I mean, I guess I technically have a phone in my room now, but it's not clear. Right. And full of wires, so. It, eh. Okay, so overall, I mean, I think we've covered a lot of the movie itself. Let's run around, and I want everybody to give their rating as a chick flick. Krista, let's start with you. On a scale of... One to ten. I'm going to give it a six, because I think it's more of a teen flick. Ooh, that's a that's a new one. A teen flick. I mean, I guess I mentioned teen movie as far as... Like, it, it's a coming of age story, and Sisterhood was somewhat similar in this. Yeah, I agree Like, it's that. not what I think of when I think of a chick flick, because even as a teenager, chick flicks were about older people who were women. And okay. this, I think, is really geared at... This is geared at middle schoolers. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to say six. Okay. Rachel? I'd agree. I don't think there's enough love interest. Like, yes, she pines over Brad, but there's... I like mean, it's more movie. about her being a witch and finding out what she can do as a witch than... Falling in love and having all of that gushy love stuff. So what would you rate it as? A one out of ten? Or Probably one to ten? Sorry. A six or seven. Okay. Just because there's still a love interest. I mean, that, but it's not gushy and corny and 
Yeah. I mean, it's corny, but not in a chick but, Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's corny in an 80s way. Yeah. Yes. Like, there's a difference. Yes. yes. Alex? Well, I would, as a chick flick, as a chick flick, I would rate this probably at a, as a chick flick, I would probably rate this at about a five. Um, mainly because you have to have a conflict and there's no direct conflict. Like granted, yeah, she isn't where she wants to be, but you have to have a straight, simple enemy or a straight, simple conflict or a gay enemy. That's or, okay. Or too. a gay conflict <laughs> or a gay conflict. Yeah. 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 I get, for a chick flick, I give it a five out of 10. Not the best one I've seen, not the worst one I've seen. I think I find more qualities in this as a chick flick than what some of you have mentioned uh there is very clearly to me the romance portion of it she's literally infatuated with brad the entire time and every action she takes throughout this is basically to try to make him like her without directly casting a spell on him i don't think they spend a lot of time on the magic i think that comes across subsequently they tried to and that's where i feel they had the bones for what could have been a very interesting storytelling and they just sort of fumbled it you've got the estranged relationship with parents which i was looking for after watching shit what was what was the one that we watched heartbreakers where you've got the mother-daughter conflict now i don't think there's conflict with her and the parents but there is an estrangement for sure she feels that disconnect her dad just doesn't get her as far as no dad i this is what kids are wearing now, not this stuff over here. She tries breaking it down for him. You've got the best friend issue. Yeah. That, again, isn't ever really resolved. And that's just, I feel, the film writers fumbling yeah. here. Yeah. But it was set up for it. it. It was 100% set up for that. So I see a lot of the seedlings of a chick flick. They just never were really fermented properly it's like a chick flick before puberty yes exactly so an embryo flick (laughs) so like 13 going on 30 so this was more like three going on 13 yes gotcha yeah so in that regard as a chick flick i would give it a six yeah i'd give it a six because where they fail is the storytelling portion if they had if they had completed even one of those to fruition i would have given it a seven very easily yeah if they'd completed two i'd have bumped it up to an eight even well because again the bones are there the meat isn't i think if she hadn't ended up with brad and had reconciled with her friend yeah i might rate it a little bit higher but she's still like that's her goal and so she doesn't really grow from the beginning to the end. I agree. Chick flicks with dicks. Overall, that would put it... I don't know where it's going to rate. I'll have to update the ratings on everything. Yeah. Uh, I have no I've, idea I've what I've lost track. Sisterhood. I'm going to assume very low. Oh, it Sisterhood is low. the bottom of the barrel. Well... Regardless, it's always yeah. going to... Yeah, I mean, like, that's where it's... I'm sure we're going to find something worse eventually, mm. but that... Challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, God. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. There is a good chance that that is the one that knocks it out, actually. <laughs> it is the chosen one. I think that one would actually probably be better because they're more... They're better actresses at That's this point. That's true. So they're all, they're all be better acting. way more My experience at that point. My problem with that movie was not the acting, though. Yeah, it was Blake. It was how, it was all the writing. Well, maybe the, hopefully the writers got hopefully better. The writers grew yeah, up. Let's a hope little. they matured a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, just some fun facts about the movie. Okay. So I already I already spoiled one that Brad and Thought Number One ran off after this to That's get married. Still, that makes me so happy. Let's talk. Oh, the house. So the creepy house that Louise walks into at the start of the movie. The Madame Serena's? Yeah, like the front of it originally. So the first time, that's the same house used by Michael Jackson in the video thriller. Ooh. Oh, wait, no. We were were watching Hocus Pocus earlier, and I called the zombie Michael Jackson, so (laughs) that has nothing to do with this movie. Uh, I just saw an interesting picture today that I saved. There you go. Speaking of Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus... Uh, the oh, friends and friends, I, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I saw that. I was today year. I was today years old when I found out that it's the same house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just a different angle. Yep. Yeah. So we'll share that on on our page as well. So there's it's a meme that has Hocus Pocus on top and Friends on the bottom, and the intro from Friends where it's got the six of them in front of the water fountain, and then they they've got the. Uh, big building behind him that's actually in hocus pocus when danny and what's her face are running through the field after thinking allison. that allison after thinking that they had just defeated 
the witches the first time and there's a little fountain in the background too it's just a different angle and it's the exact same location it's so Oopy. this film Oopy. was originally intended to be a female version of teen wolf you know what it feels like it we actually watched teen wolf last year during october yeah and it's probably the first time i had seen it in 15 years yeah you know i mean i remember watching it when i was a kid and then once maybe in high school i mean i love michael j fox but so many things at that time were trying to rip that off they even the font on this is the exact same font used on the teen wolf title well you bring up michael j fox and uh, I got a little bit of uh, little trivia facts for you for there. Oh, go for it. He prefers his martinis shaken, not stirred. Jesus. Oh, man. You're fired. Yeah. This is my last episode, guys. <laughs> Chick fucks with dicks. So the interior of Madame Serena's house was not the same house as the exterior that they shot. Okay. There weren't actually any steps that led up to the interior of the house that they used. So anytime that Ro uh, Robin Lively was leaving the house, for whatever reason, instead of just cutting the camera angle, you could see her like walking away and it looked like she was walking downstairs. Yeah, no, she was doing like, you know, the thing the where pretend you, thing? the pretend one where it <laughs> looks like I you appreciate are. that dedication. <laughs> it makes me respect her. They're as like, an actress. we only have one camera to work with. We're not moving it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to rewatch this movie now just for those shots. <laughs> okay. Hey, let's talk a little bit about both her and the the dude that played her brother were actually nominated for awards back then. I don't know if it still exists today, but they had like a, a best young actors guild or whatever. For this movie? And they both were nominated for this movie. I agree with him being nominated. I don't, it was in the comedy genre, I believe. I don't think she gave a bad performance. I don't think. No. No, I'm, I think she was. She acted well. The writing was just. Meh. Oh, yeah. The writing was. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Did he win? No, they both he were nominated. Robbed. They lost. Oh, he absolutely he got absolutely robbed. Absolutely He's got only robbed. got maybe two and a half minutes of film time. And you know what? They're the best. They are the greatest two and a half minutes. If there was an efficiency level that you could apply to this, to actors on screen percentage versus yeah. delivery, he's at 100%. I'd give him extra credit. Only 100%? I think like 150. The problem is as an Asian, I know that's not a thing. That is a thing. <laughs> something can be 150% more than something else. Relative to the previous measurement. Yes. If I cut your body in half and so it's my body, I have 150% of a body. Boom. <laughs> math. Spooky math. Roasted. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Chick fucks with dicks. Uh, so ratings for us on Rotten Tomatoes, this is sitting at a 38%, whereas the audience score gives it a 75. Bullshit. And that is, I think, a regular thing with movies like this. Yeah. Where I think that's it's fair. It's very clear that as a movie, yeah, it's not a great movie. You but can't. It has, it has a cult following. It does. Yeah. It, I mean, people love this film. I enjoy it because of how bad it is. I definitely enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Yeah, it, this was fun. All right, I think uh, that's going to do it for us for this special Halloween episode. Ooh, <laughs> I want to thank, uh, thank Krista for coming out for a second time. Boom, boom. Anytime, friends. Awesome. And Rachel, thank you for joining us for your first ever full-length episode. Call your wife beautiful. She is beautiful. She's gorgeous. Oh, you're so sweet. Why did you look at me when you said that? <laughs> because you're the one that made me say it. Well, <laughs> I'm awkward when I get compliments. So. She really is. Generally, if I tell her anything like that, she's like, she'll make some like weird face. She's like, like oh, eh, eh, eh. I don't know. They can't see her face. Frog face. There it is. Call her frog face. No, that's dick. <laughs> this is also my last episode of Chick Flicks with Dicks. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much thank for you. jumping in on this one. I think that's all I got. That's all I got. We will see you guys later. Next time on Chick Flicks with Dicks. Dicks.